The North Forker Weekend Podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winter Parker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 to 2022. Hi again and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Michalina Defont. I'm joined today by my almost full team. I have Tara Smith here. Hey Tara. Hey Michalina, welcome back. Thank you. Nick Grasso, hello, welcome. Hi there, it's nice to finally see you again. Oh, thank you. I wasn't gone for that long, guys. And Victoria Caruso, hey Victoria. Hey. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. We are here to talk about our creativity issue. It is March and the magazine's officially here. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I always get nervous when planning this issue. I don't know if it's just me feeling like um, I don't know enough about art. Um, that's such a huge industry and such a huge world. Um, or if it's just that I feel like we're going to run out of ideas because the North Fork is a small place. Um, but I do remember that feeling of us brainstorming the magazine. Um, and I felt so excited for it. Um, I loved our list and that love only grew and grew and grew as everyone wrote their stories and the photography and the art came together. And then of course the magazine was designed. Um, it's a magazine I I feel so excited for. I love it so very much. Um, and on its cover, you're going to find East End artist Peter Spacek. Um, this was Dave Benthal. I can't take any credit for this. This is Dave Benthal's genius idea to project artists' art onto themselves during a photo shoot. Um, and of course, he got so excited, as he does, and talked all about it. And I was like, yes, let's do it. And then I knew a cover was going to happen. Um, and it did. And I love it very much. Um, Victoria, you wrote this cover story. Yeah. So if you look at the art that's made on the East End, a lot of it is inspired by natural landscapes of the area. So for the story, we decided to write a mini profiles on a couple artists who draw inspiration from the land and sea. Um, and so those five artists are Melissa Hyatt, Christina Sun, Stephanie Molina, Scott Bluedorn, and Peter Spacek, who, like you said, is the cover of the magazine. And um, many of these artists use several different uh, mediums and have many different talents. Um, Peter Spacek, for example, is an illustrator, a cartoonist for the East Hampton Star, and an author of a book on surfing etiquette. He's an avid surfer, um, but he is most proud of the scrimshaw art that he makes out of surfboards, which is what is photographed on him on the cover. Um, so using an exacto knife, he etches designs into old boards to create these really cool, whimsical sea creatures. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, so I helped Dave to schedule and coordinate these shoots. And when I spoke with Peter, um, he was actually in L.A. at the time, and he was stuck in traffic and just so grumpy about it. And I mean, who can blame him for that? Um, but when we talked about the shoot, he just kind of came alive and was so excited, um, asking me like what he should wear and if this idea was cool. And it was just so perfect. And I knew it was going to be so incredible. Um, and then when he sent me over a few photos of his work and of his really cool uh, surfboard creations, um, he sent me one photo and it was great. It was a, a collage of a few of his works. And then he immediately emailed me back. He's like, oh, no, I forgot the fluke. Um, and then reshot the entire thing with adding in a little fluke surfboard. And it's super cute and super fun. And his art is really cool and really quirky, um, just like he is. Love it. Yeah. And the other artists are also really incredible. So be sure to check out this story if you're interested in learning more. Fantastic. Nick, you wrote a really beautiful piece um, on concerts that force us to rethink classical music. It was a piece, I'll have to admit, that I was like, oh, that sounds nice. And then I read it, and I think I like almost cried. It was so beautiful and the art that Dave shot was also so great um it was really moving I really loved it oh my god thank you so much that oh, you're is so like really too kind <laughs> um yeah it's an awesome story so uh this gentleman uh Paolo Bartolini uh he's a composer and a classical pianist from Rome he moved here uh with his wife and kids to Southhold 
Um, and his first winter here was a horrendous experience for him. <laughs> um, and it inspired him come spring once the flowers came to bloom uh, to form the Rites of Spring Music Festival uh, based on the uh, Igor Stravinsky piece, The Rite of Spring, of course. Um, so what he does is pretty much take all of your preconceived notions about <laughs> classical music, throw them out the window. None of that really matters anymore. Um, he invited musicians from the Jazz Loft and a member of the Shinnecock Nation over to Sylvester Manor. They had this huge performance that incorporated black and indigenous cultures into the classical tradition. He invited an electric guitarist and a painter to collaborate in East End Arts for a cool performance, art talk event. Um, he does a lot of unique stuff. He has French food that he'll serve after a French music program. And he's also very in touch with the environment and the culture of the North Fork. Um, his first year, he did a historic house tour where he brought his audience to three different spots throughout the day. Like they actually dedicated themselves and they followed him to each of these three sites. It's incredible. What an experience. Can you imagine being alive? I, I would have loved to. How cool. I love how he flips all of this completely on its head and um, really makes it so magnetic. I can't wait to check out some of the Rites of Spring concerts coming up. Nick, you also wrote the list for this month, um, and it happens to include my very favorite spots on the North Fork Sunday Records. Yeah, that is honestly one of my favorite spots, too. Um, I'm kind of a newbie out here. That was the, like the one place that I knew about. Um, I love that place. If you haven't been, it's really one of two places that you can get new records on the North Fork. Um, the owner, Brian, he organizes the shop based on uh, Long Island record stations that he listened to back in the day, which is really interesting if you want to easily discover new artists in line with your tastes. Um, the other place to get some new records is going to be Times Vintage over in Greenport. Um, and that's a really cool, like, 70s experience. Like, you walk in, you're in a different time. And it's also great if you're looking to get an outfit that you can wear while you're checking out that <laughs> ABBA record that you bought. Um, Make it a whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and all the other places on the list are perfect for getting some used records. Um, I checked out Small Holdings Farm over in Aquabog. I thought that was really cool. All the records are like six bucks. I picked up a Billy Joel record and the Stray Cats debut album. Um, also, I would check out Antiques and Old Lace and Cutchog. Um, if you're over in Greenport visiting Times Vintage, there's way more spots down there. There's YTQ, there's the Op Shop. Um, definitely feel free to explore all the bins in all these places and check out something new. That's a really fun day on the North Fork, isn't it? Kim Stredney, who is newly freelancing with us, shadowed a local creative for her A Day in a Life story. Tara, how about you chat about that one? Yeah, I am really excited about this new uh, feature that we are going to have in the magazine. And with the theme of creativity in mind, Kim spent time with a local theater director uh, right here in Mattatuck. Uh, the North Fork Community Theater, if you've never been, is really such a cool place. Very special. It is right around the corner from Love Lane and located in an old church that dates back, I think, to the late 1800s. Um, so it's a great space and it's fun uh, to go there and you... Uh, can usually bank on seeing a familiar face on stage, whether <laughs> it's a friend or uh, some of our Times Review coworkers yeah. <laughs> have been known to uh, audition and, and be in some productions there. I've even done um, a pit orchestra there back in the day. Ooh, so. I didn't know that. How uh, cool. I do, yeah. Youth on stage, 2012, you know, I was in college, <laughs> home from summer. It was really a fun way to spend the summers. I and I love that. And I have such great memories of it. And uh, this piece really just brought me back there. Um, and it is this great space for expression and art. And Kim gave us a really cool look into the creative process 
um, from Robert Horn, who recently directed uh, a production of Ripcord, and Kim shadowed him uh, during Tech Week, which if you're a theater nerd, you would probably call it Hell Week, um, (laughs) the week leading up to opening night of his production. And she really interviewed him about the whole process from auditioning and casting the show to uh, building sets and then polishing and, and the lights, you know, coming up and, and putting the show on for the first time. Um, so I, I do think, you know, it's a fun look at someone's life in a way that, you know, you maybe wouldn't ever get to see that process if you're not a theater person or um, if you've never been to the North Fork Community Theater. So this is great. And we are hoping to make this a semi-regular feature. So look out for the next one, which uh, is Kim spending a day with Katie Callahan from Greenport Brewing. Uh, that'll be in our May issue. Victoria, you wrote another magazine story, um, and this is about a different kind of art form. It's one that many of us indulge in very regularly, but might not even realize how much art is actually involved there. Yes, yeah, so oftentimes when we think about art, um, our minds go to more traditional art forms like painting and sculpture or things you might find in a museum. But for this issue, I wanted to explore the art of hospitality. Um, so I decided to write this story about Emily DeMarchier, who runs DeMarchier Bistro in Greenport, um, which is a good example of hospitality. Emily and her family have been in the restaurant business for decades and have created a uniquely French experience at each of their restaurants over the years, um, first in Manhattan and now in Greenport. Um, and in the story, Emily talks about how her industry is more than just serving good food. It's about the ambiance, the experience, and making people feel warm and welcome. Yeah, it's a really great way to look at art um, from a different perspective and definitely recognize how much of it goes into the restaurant industry. I love that her restaurant also does incorporate the artwork of her father, Eric, who I think he paints, um, has painted most of the the art that's uh, on the walls, which is a nice touch. It's very cool. In this issue's pages, you'll also find a public art crawl by Lauren Parker, uh, which can basically serve as your guide to local public art murals and installations across the North Fork. It's kind of the perfect way to make a day out of bouncing around the North Fork from Riverhead to Greenport and exploring some really great art as well. Um, So this is another creativity issue in the books for us, guys. It feels really good. I don't know about you, but I'm super happy with it. It, I'm looking at this issue right now. It's full of color and I'm looking outside and it's gray and it's snowy and I just feel like it's not only getting me excited for spring, but uh, yeah, ready to go admire some art on the North Fork. Thank you all for your hard work on this really fun issue and I can't wait to hear what our audience thinks of it. Thanks. This is fun.